First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Tare, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenna, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Reginard, Jane, Lois, Audra, Fallon, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. You know that I wanted the other prints, right? Like a more modern print. They might say it might be a little dated because it's a little bit too flowery. It's gonna be definitely a challenge to work with that ugly fabric. I think it's beautiful. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest and She's got legs, and she knows how to use them. And I'm Nayland, and even though I've been in mourning for 50 years, I still think I'm sexy. <laughs> um, uh, hi, Nayland. Hi, Inez. Uh, so great to have you back in the workroom. <laughs> And I can see you in your, I guess, uh, sexy morning um, headphones, black t-shirt gear. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can see each other on, um, right. on Zoom. Uh, and also, lovely listeners, so so wonderful to be back with you all as well. And um, yeah. And just to remind everyone where you can find us, if you're on Instagram, at the workroom podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And um, just to remind everyone that, that we do have a cheat sheet and that is um, you can reach that by clicking on the link in your show notes. And uh, I have all the looks on there in runway order. So you can follow along with us once we get there um, in that portion of the show. Also to remind everyone, um, uh, please keep sending us your hot takes, your questions, your gossip, and your rants to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. And that's I in the workroom at gmail.com. And um, we have um, uh, we do have a listener letter um, that I'll um, I will bring up. Um, just just some wonderful feedback from Jennifer. And you know, speaking of Jennifer, who's one of our amazing uh, Patreon patrons. We're on Patreon, mm. and just to remind everyone, we're we're going through Warren stories, and we'll be dropping more bonus episodes there very soon. Um, and then speaking of of, of Patreon, um, a special shout out to one of our uh, other wonderful Patreon patrons who I actually got to see in person. 
um, on the occasion of nailing your wonderful and amazing gender discard party at the Whitney. And a uh, special shout out to Patrick, which I'll say is <laughs> Patrick! <laughs> Hi, Patrick. And, Hi, Patrick. <laughs> and, and Patrick's wonderful partner, Thor, uh, who were both at the, at the gender discard party. Yes, yes. Um, oh, I didn't actually didn't know that. I didn't know that that Thor and Patrick uh, are partners because yes. I also remember Thor. Yes, Thor and Patrick are actually um, uh, New York City landmarks. Literally, <gasps> their um, their portrait as a couple is one of the mosaic portraits that was included in Vic Muniz's cute. Oh. Um, uh, uh, Q- train uh subway station remodel mm-hmm. i can't remember exactly which stop they are on the q train on the upper east side oh but you can stand next to life-size mosaic portraits of them together they're like the i think they are the only um uh gay male male married couple that is immortalized in mosaic in the new york city subway system Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm gonna just have just have to walk around that subway um, mm-hmm. because I've been noticed. You know, it's it's you know you kind of go through, you kind of look. I, I'll just say, I engage very surfacely with a lot of the with some of the art in our subway mm-hmm. system, um, and I've never never noticed the two of them. But I think that's great. It is one of the great resources. Um, a, a really fun free activity in new york Mm -hmm. is to um take a trip along one of the lines and take a look at the public art that's in just about every station there yeah i love that ah okay all right oh so adorable but yes um patrick and thor y'all are adorable hopefully you're listening and so i can say that on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get to say it to your face and it was it was really really wonderful to um uh, to see folks there at the gender dispar- discard party, it was really a moving event, and we're kind of thinking actually that we might do um, a uh, a kind of um, Patreon recap um, uh, episode where we talk about the things that we discarded because Patricia mm-hmm. was there also, yeah, yeah, and then also some things that we might have wanted to preserve yeah yeah because i think that's like um it's oh, yeah again I, going back to um it's such a wonderful um occasion but uh, what was what was really great about this time because again like i went to the first one that you did but this one i love that people were able to talk about their items that they were discarding mm-hmm. things that they were um if it were, if it even was like physical or even emotional discarding, which I thought mm-hmm. was just really great to be able to share. Um, it, it was sort of the live version of worn stories. Yeah. Yeah. So great. And that was really, that was really great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think cause Patricia um, suggested this, <laughs> that we do one of our own mm-hmm. um, as a bonus episode. And so, um, so yeah, I'm up, I'm up for doing that. And mm-hmm. I think it's a, a really, really great idea. Um, and I'll just, you know, I'm just off the top of my head. I'm like, if, if anyone else has like a worn story or something that they'd like to share, um, then you can send that into us, um, send it to our, our Gmail as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. 
So before we get into the episode, I, I wanted to um, uh, read this listener letter from from Jen, from Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm just going to go through, because basically Jennifer has run into quite a few alums of Project Runway and is ah. sharing all these great sightings. So um, so so Jennifer has um, made a sighting of Emilio, who we kind of remember um, from, mm-hmm. I want to say, Emilio is in maybe season seven. It's that's Seth Aaron season. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emilio was leaning on a on a on a mailbox in the West Village, <laughs> people watching. <laughs> she says, um, and and um, and Jennifer says had the same annoying look on his face that he did while on Project Runway. Like he's better than everyone. And so <laughs> like, I I totally agree um, that 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 was a look. Um, saw Ravi at Caf- Cafe Reggio, which is a really amazing cafe in in the West in West Village. Actually, my all-time favorite cafe on the planet. Yes. The Cafe Reggio has been around since 1903. Yeah. It is um it it is an old-fashioned Italian mm-hmm. uh, or I guess Italian-American cafe. Yeah. Um tiny actually has a really good um menu. Like it's a it's a really good place to just ha- get lunch or dinner. Yeah. And um, and used to have uh, a little phone booth in it. And so it inevitably, when I would come, uh, when I would travel back to New York from the West Coast, mm-hmm. the Reggio was always my first stop. I would like plop in there with my luggage <laughs> and get on the get, you know, sit in, in the phone booth mm-hmm. and make my calls to let people know that I was in town. <laughs> It was my my little office in the pre cell phone days. Because <laughs> I thought, oh, that's a cool pl- that's a cool seating area inside a cafe Reggio, but it was a functioning phone booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Man. Yeah. No. I I love that place. It's 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 really beautiful. Um, and uh, okay, here's another West Village uh, a location. Jennifer, you're kind of like placing yourself within New York City. Mm. So Dimitri. Um, during Dimitri's first season, and uh, let's see here, let's see here. Okay, yes. So let's see. Uh, so it was right, right when um that season was running, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently, like Dimitri looked up right as she was crossing the street, and she yells at him, "You're famous now!" And then Dimitri goes. I know it's strange or I, I know it's strange. Um, I don't know. Uh, can you do it, Dimitri? I know it's strange. I'm really, I, you know, it's mm, no, I, I can't. Know, I know it's strange. I don't know. Who knows? It's, it's fine. It's fine. That's kind of good. It was, it was sort of like Natasha. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully we'll see. Um, but the first part that's relevant to this season is that Jennifer has also run into Cecilia and oh. so Jen, Jen had a Cecilia sighting some years back around 2012 or 2013. So after probably the season ended airing and she goes, I was at a small flea market in PA and recognized Cecilia. She was with her husband slash partner who was a snack, um, hmm. really beautiful and was carrying that, you know, she assumes their baby in a snuggly mm-hmm. and she looks up and she was in front of her and goes, she's like, she didn't have space or time to think or ret- of retreating or she just like was there. So Jennifer goes, oh, hi, I recognize you. And then Cecilia is like, oh, you remember this ugly face? And so she said she kind of had a, like a small smile. And, <laughs> but like kind of like, oh, this ugly face? 
And then Jennifer's like, no, stop it. Or just, no, 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 no. Uh, and then she says she motioned to the baby and um, said that you have a really beautiful baby and that they both, both smiled. And then Jennifer asks, are you still designing? And Cecilia goes, of course. And then she goes, <laughs> great. <laughs> and then, like, they kind of, like, um, parted ways after that. But, yeah, I think of all of the people to run into, I feel like Cecilia is the most unassuming person. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think that's a good call. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, especially, you know, I, I've, we've all had our sightings in New York City. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, not to assume, but I, you know, it's a, it's kind of a relatively small, small place in that regard. You know, the, the places you'll see people or people who are, who might be in the same circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some mutual friends who know people who've been on the show. And I've, of course we've all seen um, people on the G train. I don't know. I'm just saying like, there's mm-hmm. a, they happen to be a lot on the G train. <laughs> so stuff like that, um, which is, which is really, really wonderful. But I feel like a PA sighting is, is pretty special. At a yeah. Market. So definitely. So yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for sharing Jen. Those are some fun stories. <laughs> Um, okay, so so let's get into this episode, and um, yeah, we have. Um, let's see. I guess we can kind of like talk about a little bit of, of the aftermath of last week because that's sort of like what people are waking up to. Mm-hmm. That we had to say goodbye to Joshua C. That means I don't. I no longer have to say Joshua M. Y'all will know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just Joshua. There are no more double Joshuas. Just <laughs> Joshua M. <laughs> Um, and, and, and Faline survived. And, um, and I, there, again, so this, this week I listened, or I watched the Hulu version, um, not to be. So mm-hmm. I got some Nina isms that I miss from last week that I just am so sad about because, uh, what did she say? Um, she said something about, um, uh, you know, look at the top. She looks like someone from the blue man group or some other <laughs> yes. Nina thing that she said to like take down Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So, so the designers are kind of reeling from that, mm-hmm. including Falling, who thinks that maybe she's just too normal for the show. Maybe that's what it is. Too normal. To be yeah. Or, or that her design, her, her method of designing mm-hmm. is, uh not right for what the show needs yeah and i kind of get that like i like i'm i'm am a person who sort of collects a lot of stuff has it sit around Mm -hmm. and then gradually figures out how it all goes together yeah um uh and that seems to be feline's thing Mm um and 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 the truth is that, like, <laughs> cutting, you know, cutting the thing off your T-shirt or whatever mm-hmm. and stitching it onto something else in the hopes that, like, oh, this is really kooky. Yeah. Is not going to cut it in this, you know, in this event. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's already sort of talking herself down and i have to say that there's not like people are kind of like the other women in her room are kind of like 
going like, oh, you shouldn't do that, but they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could go a little harder. Yeah, they're like, no, Pauline, you're fine. Yeah, Pauline. Yeah, I'm go. too much of a normal person. Yeah, I never thought so I'd be normal. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I thought it was a really interesting <clears throat> term to use because, yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe she has tried or thinks she's trying to be this kooky, quirky type deal. But um, mm-hmm. I guess her her sense of failure is just like, oh, failure means normal or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She seem. I mean, she also seems kind of young, I guess. Yeah. In some ways, like just not being able to figure it out. So so they they scrub up, they go through the apartments yeah. and then we cut to the runway and, and yes. what happens there? Well, um, from the behind the scrims, we see some legs. <laughs> and then a little bit of a torso. And then some creature waves from on top of the scrim. We see, like, some type mm-hmm. of hands. And then out comes a very wobbly, stilt-walking Heidi. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even though she can barely walk on these stilts, she's, like, when she stands still, she's really good at shaking her hips. Clearly, uh-huh. this is the happiest that we've seen Heidi this season. Yes. She insisted because, on stilt walking for this yes. uh, to give this challenge. I think and... this is I think this is exactly <laughs> right that she insisted on she insisted on introducing the challenge this way. Oh, totally. This is sort of I maybe it's probably not the birth of these kind of gimmicks, but as we've talked about before, <laughs> um in later seasons when it was like her and Tim doing a bit like every single chance oh they could get. Yeah. You know, it and like the giant switch and all of this other stuff that she would have Tim do. Yeah. I I think I I think yes, she probably really loved this. One thing I did clock though this time around, uh-huh. um, you never see Heidi use those stairs. <gasps> like there's there's a there's a platform that the that the um you know that the model steps out from behind the screen on. Yeah. And then there's two steps down onto the runway. Yeah. Um, and um, and you do not see Heidi come down those stairs. Wow. And you do not see Heidi go up those <laughs> stairs. <laughs> and I was watching very carefully. There's like a cut from one side to another. So during this whole sequence, I imagine like the the a batch of PAs. Yeah. With like the Harvey Weinstein like insurance rider, <laughs> That's what fear I was of just God. About to say I'm like, there's no <laughs> yeah. way they would have. Yeah. Because like, I w- I was actually thinking of the what she had to maybe sign away to get away with doing this. There's like, look. Oh, Harvey. they don't. Let, no, they would not let her do that. No, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. No, there's just like there's crew members with a net <laughs> on on either side of the stage out just out of shot. Like um, during the entire yeah. time that Heidi saw the like, oh, like we have like yes, lawyers in the rings, but we also have like a full e- EMT team. Like just in yeah, case. yeah, yeah. Hi- every hair on Heidi's head is insured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. But I, I just like loved how delighted she was. Just like, like what? And just like doing a little yeah little hip sway. So for um, those of you, it, you know, who are into your like. Heidi dominatrix <laughs> trampling fantasy. This is the episode for you. Telling you. 
hiding it. Because, uh, yeah, because on top of all of that, um, she's taller than everyone there. She's mm-hmm. looming over the designers. And the designers kind of are kind of shocked and horrified. They're trying to mm-hmm. look delighted. But they're mostly like, oh, my God, what is this challenge? And, of course, that's Hailey's, um, uh superpower. That That kind of is mm-hmm. what turns her into um, a super a superwoman, superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, so, why is she on these stilts? Well, um, she's on the stilt, on these stilts because that's essentially their challenge is to go really big. And we have an army of silt walkers that follow Heidi out from behind the scrim, um, terrifying the designers even more. And so essentially the challenge is to make a garment for these silt walkers. And on mm-hmm. top of that, they've got to do it in a team of two. So it's mm-hmm. also a team challenge. Right. And um, uh, on top of everything else, uh, the fashion show will take place outside in front of a live audience and the press. Yes. So... And, 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 Interestingly enough, it's not um, because, like, Dan and Yogurt makes you feel, like, 10 feet tall or anything like that. Like, there's no, no other tie-in. No. There's nothing. There's. It's not like something is happening or there's some Broadway show about stilts or anything oh, like that. Yeah. No. They just, like, at random, all right, stilts. Yeah, pretty much. And I kind of love that. I love that there, I love that this challenge is, is not tied to boosting any other product. I know. I mean, it's mostly mainly tied to boosting Project Runway, which I feel like yes. those are those are fine because then yeah. you you know, like the live audience is without question going to be a bunch of fans who maybe back then were early adopters of some social media. I don't know how they got in touch mm. with these people, but I do remember watching this, being like, "Why didn't I know about this? Like, I live here now. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me that this was happening at Battery Park?" So however they found these people, so it's going to be an adoring crowd. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, they're going to have press there. And so hopefully more people will be interested. In, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's got like that part of it, but it also is great for the designers um, mm-hmm. to have some type of publicity. So it feels really appropriate. Um, uh, so our teams are, we have Bert and Victor. Right, wait, button bag. Oh yeah. Chosen. Sorry, I, I okay. That is in the writer. So sorry. <laughs> the button bag has a contract, and I, I apologize. <laughs> Please don't sue me, button bag, for not mentioning that. But yes, <laughs> we have we mm-hmm. have the um, the notorious button bag out, and so um, ostensibly, or I should say, uh, I'm I'm skeptical of these pairings, or skeptical of the first pairing because we have Bert and Mm. Victor together. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably, at this point, the most contentious and right off the bat, the worst pair to put together. We just already know. Um, And because, you know, Heidi zooms in on Victor because as soon as Victor's name is called after Bert, his face drops, just like his heart, apparently. Like, Victor's heart goes into the stomach and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a little bit of, you know, blood in the water for Heidi. Right. And Heidi immediately goes, Victor, is something is something wrong? Are you what is up with your face? Yeah, but you, you are are you okay? Um, and Victor tries to play it, sort of play it off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get confessionals. Victor's like already thinks that Bert's, you know, 
going to be really difficult to work with. Yeah, Bert, yeah. You know, Bert is immediately pissed off that Victor could be so unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're right there. That's like, there's some prime drama. Yeah. And the other ones are not as dramatically like paired. That's our first one and probably the yeah. most like contentious one. Because next we have like Ryan, um I'm sorry, Anthony and Anthony Ryan and Laura. Right. Which the only funny thing there is that Anthony looks around like at the at the rest of the designers <laughs> and Laura is sitting on his other side. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I'm, I'm sitting right here. I'm here. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on your yeah. right, not your left. And he was like, whoops. He's like, whoa, sorry. <laughs> and then we have Joshua and Julie. And of course, mm-hmm. Joshua is, it's so funny. The way Joshua talks about Julie, he's like, Julie just seems a little lost. You know, I don't really know where Julie uh, is. <laughs> so... Which is, I mean, I, you know, got, you know, God bless, like, like, um, you know, Joshua, like, in some ways was putting himself out there as the villain of the season, but he doesn't like it. He he's not as mean as he could be about Julie. Oh, not at all. Close. I think Joshua so far has been really fair <laughs> in assessing yes. people. Yeah. And yeah. 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 I, and I'll yeah. And Julie is. You know, because I'm pretty sure the producers are just like, so what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on Julie? And Josh was like, yeah, I'm not really sure about the last two things that she's put up. But, you know, I'm just thinking that maybe she's a little lost. Yeah. needs to find her way. Um, we get Anya and Oliver. Yes. Who, um, and Anya just says that she feels like she lucked out. Oh, totally. She's right. Um, yeah. And then we get Becky and Kimberly, mm-hmm. who are... A little bit wary of each other. Yes. Uh, Kimberly, in her talking head, um, I just put LOL because, of course, the producer's like, what do you think of Kimberly? I mean, Kimberly, what do you think of Becky? And she's like, mm, she's plain. Mm. <laughs> There's a long, long sound coming out of Kimberly's face. Because mm-hmm. uh, they all, that's another thing. A lot of them don't really know each other all that well. Or not everyone knows everyone, I'll say. Right. Um, we also have Danielle and Cecilia. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's kind of like a whatever. Um, but then we have Fallene and Bryce. Mm-hmm. The two, uh, I, I call them like bottom runners. So mm-hmm. they're a little worried being with one another because they both have not really been in this. Just two episodes have kind of been towards the bottom, especially last, mm-hmm. last uh, episode. So those are our pairs. Right. Um, so they they get sent to the workroom, and they seem to be getting to know one another again because now mm-hmm. they're 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 filling each other out design wise. Um, it's just the beginning, and also th- we we just have only just very barely some low rumblings of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have Rosette the- Walkers come in. Yeah, I mean the thing that's interesting about this is because they haven't. Um, you know, they haven't uh, designed for um, anyone in stilts previously. Mm-hmm. They have the stilt walkers come in for a model fitting like right off the bat. Yes. Yeah. So that the so that the designers can get some idea of yardage. And, and that's where we start to hear like what the differences are. Yeah. And so 
we kind of immediately get into it with um oh with gosh. bird and victor <clears throat> yeah um but i i what's your like of course i have a take on this but what's your take on I it would love to know your take on it because okay i'm i you know i i see both sides here with victor and mm-hmm. uh, and bert because so and, and this is like something that i've encountered more as i teach more so victor mm. comes in okay yes mm-hmm. okay so you're mm-hmm. okay victor comes in and bird they seem to have like a very they come off um um joined together in terms of a of a of a of a direction of a feel or i would say a vibe and mm-hmm. it, i think on victor's end it's more of a vibe rather than something that's referential so victor just points out how about i was thinking of old Hollywood and Bert goes yes yes May, more like a May West and Victor's like yeah yeah I feel like we should wear I feel like we should like make some pants and then Bert's like well you know May West and wear pants and then Victor keeps putting out these ideas and and Bert um and and also kind of exploding them or being not as I would say uh beholden or even like historically correct <laughs> to mm-hmm. what he's explaining. So mm-hmm. they have a different idea of old Hollywood. Um, I'm not really sure if Victor really knows who Mae West is. Um, or not necessarily like knows who Mae West, but like is not as strict about an interpretation of what Mae West would wear in 2011, for instance. And so this is something that Bert's really caught up on the whole episode where Victor is being like, n- not like historically inaccurate. <laughs> And Bert's really not right. being historically accurate. And 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 this is the thing. I mean, this is a thing that often drives me nuts in um, in Project Runway. Yes, which is it, yes, like know your history. Yes, it, you, you know, and we see it in art school, right? Yes, people talk about minimalism all the time. Yes, and all and the and really, what the only person they're thinking about is Donald Judd. Um, I'm telling you. And, yeah. and and they have all these ideas about what minimalism is and how they're reacting against yes. it and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but really, they're only thinking about Donald Judd and not even really thinking about that very accurately. Yeah. And they're not even thinking so, about like the movement of or like minimalism as an art movement or a philosophy yes. or as an approach. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, an aesthetic or like a, I call it a vibe. I'm just like, hmm. It's yeah, kind of, exactly. It's a vibe. Yeah. And and the thing is. Like all of this could have been avoided if Victor knew the name Gene Harlow. Uh huh. <laughs> like, like if 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 um if if uh you know if if Bert had said May West mm-hmm. and Victor had had it within him to go like well more well, Gene maybe, Harlow yeah no you know yeah. then that it's like Bert would have been like oh, oh, oh yeah yeah but but the thing is that I think Bert's insecurity about being old. Mm. And uh, and I, I can also say this: the insecurity about being an old queen mm. is that it's like all of this stuff ends up mattering. Yes, and oh. I think that Bert's worldview is that like the rest of these people are so ignorant they don't even know what they're talking about. So mm-hmm. they bring something up and they have no idea. And and Bert can't like 
got, uh, like allow his response to be one of guiding mm -hmm. um so that it's always like no you're wrong yeah shut it down yeah right and and instead of like kind of as as you say picking up on the vibe mm -hmm. right which is victor's whole thing he's sort of like talking about a mood yes um and he gets into trouble as soon as he attaches a name mm -hmm. to the you know a, a specific historical reference mm -hmm. to the mood because it's the wrong one yes um because because immediately what happens after that is that uh the Stiltwalker comes in and they're having the conversation and and now it's not old old Hollywood. It's going to be something sort of regal and queen like and he's and like sexy and Victorian. <laughs> right, right. Well, sexy and Victorian. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And then he's he's talking about like a kind of push up mm -hmm. um, paneer. Okay. So really, what he's talking about at that point is Elizabethan. He's talking about yes. like Queen, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth yes. the First yeah. at that point. Yeah. And Bert's head is exploding. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, seriously, the Victorian area era where it's you know super chaste and um, very like like kind of not the complete opposite, but definitely a different era. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, you could do an eighteen eighties like sexy but doesn't he also say at some point something about like making the dress out of the drapes at which point he's talking about scarlett o'hara oh is that did he actually bring that up i can't remember but i i feel like that got through i mean a lot of things get said about the outfit that they eventually do make but at some okay. point he's i thought that victor then was saying something about like whipping this dress up out of out of like out of out of the drapes hmm. and but maybe i'm wrong about that because okay. that would explain a lot about their outfit but, <laughs> you know, not spoil but just you know foreshadowing i feel like that would explain a lot but so yeah. anyway yeah so so that's the thing it's like uh, so so that's where the lines are drawn yeah bird at this point decides that that victor there's nothing that victor can say that's going to be accurate. So there's nothing that he can contribute mm -hmm. that's going to be um, worth thinking about. Yeah. And Bert is so sort of inward in his like decisions and design idea that he mm -hmm. can't like really make any other sort of connection. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. That's just a lot of talking in circles that yeah. really is, oh man, just, uh, very much a, a lot of like a confluence of, of, of issues because mm -hmm. Joshua brings up later. I'm kind of like, well, we'll, we'll get to there, but I thought it was a, like very um, like an astute observation that part of, uh, part of it might be some fear over not having, having immunity anymore. Right. Um, and so now Bert's out there without a safety net, but also having to rely and, and lean on another person and right. it's just it's just a lot um to have to deal with especially if you are someone who's dealing with a lot of insecurity mm -hmm. so yeah well. and there's um there is like a really weird moment where tim like before the still walkers come in like tim goes like the great thing about this is that i look at these you know i look at a lot of of haute couture and all i can see i'm like who are these women with like these gigantic long <laughs> well, legs he was and saying then like, there's 
he was talking about uh, fashion illustrations. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is hilarious, like, that they all do. <laughs> they all get, like, people get trained to do these, like, weird, 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 like, stand-ins for the figure. Yeah. That are, like, these weird little spiky legs and, yeah, you know. I thought that was so interesting because we have Laura who was like, Oh, this is great because people always tell me that I'm my illustrations have like their legs are too long. I'm like, yeah, because which is interesting because last week you made a too short skirt for someone whose legs were much longer than yours. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, but also fascinating to think about, yeah, how distorted these illustrations are. But when Tim said that, I also thought that this is also something that maybe Tim graded while they were teaching mm-hmm. persons. And I can imagine Tim being so frustrated with looking at these illustrations, like, why are you guys drawing yeah. these people? These are not real people. These are not yeah. real women. <laughs> and now that they have still work, it's like, okay, fine. Here, now you can go to town with your weird drawings mm-hmm. and design for your like real life fashion illustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And it's also the most excited that I think we've seen Tim all season so far. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, we also see the other team that seems to be having some trouble is Bryce and Feline, or oh, yeah. or at least they're not having trouble yet, but they're drawing inspiration from their model who has these cool tattoos yeah. and used to be a ballerina. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do a big full skirt. Yeah. We're hearing a lot about the engineering of what these garments have to do so that the stilt walkers are safe in them. Yes. That how they How they can't. You know, they can't go below a certain point so that legs don't get tangled. Mm -hmm. All that stuff makes sense. Um, But you'd see like a brief glimpse of what I assume are Bryce's drawing and Feline's drawing. And they're Mm -hmm. quite different in terms of like what they actually um, proposed for this big skirt. Oh, my gosh. Like I don't so, remember their illustration. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a quick thing. It, yeah. you just it's easy to miss. Well, that's another um, thing that's really interesting about this communication that they're drawing separate things. Yeah. So they both they both do a sketch on their on their HP, HP tablet twenty one um <laughs> laptop thing. But yeah, yeah. So they run off to mood, and they're um you know we're we're seeing like moments of weird communication mm-hmm. right i think this is where becky and kimberly decide to make something so this is where it seems like i don't know what they were doing in the workroom mm-hmm. but they kind of don't decide on their outfit until they're at mood yeah they're like okay so i'm gonna make the pants and you're gonna make the jacket and that's you know great yeah um and then we, no, go we ahead, see go ahead. um no there's a great like Ant- anthony and laura have a smart approach which is like Everything red. We're just going to grab every red that we could possibly get our hands on, <laughs> bring it up to the cutting table, and then decide, yeah, which is yeah. actually a smart move. Oh, yeah. That, that was kind of great. Other people are, like, trying to, like, figure out this stuff. I think um, Ju- Julie wants kimono sleeves, and Josh is trying to yeah. question, like, is this couture? I'm like, is that the challenge? Anyway, yeah. so, but they're also they're doing this in move and just kind of figuring mm-hmm. out. Um, um, we see... Uh, we see Victor saying to Bert, like, like they are in, I think they're also in the upholstery store at this point, or it might be that the upholstery department has not yet moved all the way downstairs oh, yet. Okay. Yeah, because Kimberly and Becky were in the upholstery section. I was just yeah. like, why are you guys there? 
Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and obviously so were Bert and Victor. Yes, yeah. Um, but you know, on the opposite end, we have Cecilia and Danielle. All they're getting mm-hmm. is silk shirt, like chiffon. Charmeuse. Yeah. Oh, chiffon, right. Yeah. They're getting just very transparent uh, yes. bolts of chiffon, which, which worries Cecilia, but not Danielle, because I think that's mm-hmm. what she makes or works with. Yeah. So, yeah. Any, um, anything else at mood? Uh we get um like two seconds of swatch i know right at the end i almost missed that swatch is just but, like chasing but there was chasing its yes tail, just like a, just a little a little little a little bit of swatch. of swatch our first our first bit of swatch for the season oh and tim comes up to olivier and anya and calls them the dream team which i feel is mm-hmm. super biased but also yeah. hopefully i mean i would be like yeah you, you have like Prince City, and mm-hmm. we have um, someone else who really, you know, like it, you know, maybe is like has couture skills. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, definitely has like a, a sort of more restrained eye, as yes. we saw. Oh, yeah, yes. the, as we saw last yes week. Yes, I agree. I, agree I mean, and also, point. aren't they? Did they both win? So are those are they the first two winners? Oh, I don't know. Oh no, Anya didn't Anya win didn't first. Win, but Anya was in the top. Bert won the, the first one, one and yeah. then but Anya was in the top mm-hmm. and Oliver won the second week. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, that's another reason. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um they they all get back, they're mm-hmm. sketching. We have um <clears throat> we have uh I think Victor and, and Bert. Um, deciding on a strapless bustier with mm-hmm. a full skirt, and mm-hmm. um, and then we have uh, let's see, also like uh, my notes are all over the place, um, but we also have um, this kind of another some rumblings and some tensions with Danielle and Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Danielle is kind of questioning Cecilia's skills, like where she's right. like, "Okay, so I made us buy all of these like wisp- these whispery clothes, these uh, very very hard to deal with fabrics." Um, mm-hmm. uh, Cecilia, do you have the skills to work with them? And Cecilia's like, "How dare you? How dare mm-hmm. you?" Mm-hmm. Now we we have the fabric, and now you're questioning my skills. Anyway, so yeah, that's the the beginning yeah. of, of that there. That yeah, and that feels kind of like they don't know each other, so they don't know quite. Mm-hmm. what to do yeah um we you know we find out that victor really doesn't like the 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 top fabric that that um that bert picked mm-hmm. and i mean to be fair like i think bert is probably going off of like the two terms yeah, that Victor put out there, yes. right? It's it I, exactly like it. It's it looks very appropriate for yeah. what they want. Yeah, um, and this is where, of course, like not being historically, um, yeah. Uh, how do you say it? Like not knowing exactly what you mean in terms of the right. reference. Um, this is not the vibe that. Yeah. It's not the mood that Victor was going for. Yeah, it's a little bit older. Um, and 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 drapey, and I would say like it looks like upholstery fabric. That's yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure the upholstery section is the place that had the um, the Victorian or maybe Edwardian references. Mm-hmm. So. And they also picked a um, 
like an a sort of iridescent kind of shantung mm -hmm. um uh you know color combo for their other um for their other piece which is yeah. just it just looked you know two, it just looked like two people shopped separately two mm -hmm. very different people people who didn't like each other are not friends they shopped yeah. separately didn't talk about it and then now they're together and showing each other their fabric. yes <laughs> so joshua and julie have landed on romantic matador stilt walker <laughs> now i i just want to say like um you know you could um you know you you could uh in stilts, step over the bull. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you, know you, you, you definitely can't trip the bull. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Uh, no, I, I don't even know. Maybe you could stun the bull with how tall you are. Uh, the bull yeah. could be like, I'm confused. But uh, yeah, I thought it was funny because Vic, while Victor and Bert are quibbling over this fabric that they that Victor doesn't like and Bert's like, what are you talking about? You go over to, to Joshua and, and Julie and I did not like their fabric, but they both loved it. There's like, Oh my mm. God, we're into this. So it's like this squiggly black and white with a little trace of red going into it. Um, that has like this vertical, like snaky thing going on. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, this is, this bodes well that they've chosen a very bold print um, yes. and they're very much into it. Yeah, I kind of actually like that print. Yeah, it was like, no. You know, and then um, more Victor Burt fight. Yeah. Um, it looks like Vic, it looks like Burt, like, has already made, like, a muslin, like, sort of, you know, uh, st structured skirt. Mm -hmm. like, the, like, there really is going to be, like, sort of, like, a hoop skirt happening here. And yeah. he's, you know, Burt's already working on it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that, um, you know, Victor has just decided he's going to go off and sew the other parts of it. Yeah. But he's also really not good at communicating what he's interested in. You mean which one? You know, I, I don't. Yeah, I think both of them are bad at it. But which I, one I think that think? I think that Victor doesn't have a way to say to Bert, um this is the type of outfit that I think we should be, this is the direction I think we should be working in. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, he just doesn't have the vocabulary or the same set of references that would allow Bert to hear it. Yeah. And so, and so Bert's whole like reacting to every statement with contradiction just turns into a like, um, well, this is your design. No, it's your design. No, you drew it. No, you picked this. No, you did that. You know, and yeah. and so there's just no way for them to um, shift anything. Yeah. The, every argument just grinds to a halt about who's responsible for it, and they just keep good. They just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like being in the car and having the argument about who missed the turnoff. While you're still driving on the <laughs> while you're still driving the car, the car you don't going. slow down. Yeah, and admittedly, you only have a day to do it, so yeah. understandably, there's a lot of time pressure. But at the same time, it's like, 
you know, if you if one of you would if you would just pull over for a second yeah, yeah. and take a look at the map, you could probably figure out like an easier way to get through this. Yeah, because I actually was thinking about when because Victor walks off quite a bit, um, which sometimes is okay if, if it gets mm. too hot. But in this in this sense, I'm just like, what are you sewing? What do you think you're doing? And then mm-hmm. what does Bert think that he's doing? And it's just really strange because, you know, they're any like separately but when they're together it's constantly like well you won't let me finish well you won't let me finish let me finish Mm -hmm. okay finish Bert well Mm -hmm. you won't let me finish oh you know it's just like a lot of circular stuff happening um well and we also have uh I guess like the the team that's getting along so well um is is Anthony uh Anthony Ryan and Laura um Mm -hmm. who are over there who's they're making making a cage for mm. a big hoop skirt almost like um an old alabama plantation girl and i'm just like <laughs> so so you, you mean a you mean a slave owner yeah can you clarify i'm just like is i'm like is the cage is that like a is plantation girl uh the massa or the slave mm-hmm. Um, mm. so we have these two Southern white, let me get like real Southern, like these two Southern white heifers <laughs> who <laughs> clearly listened to Lady Antebellum mm. and thought that mm. that was a, a romantic, a romantic name for a band <laughs> instead of what Antebellum really means, which is Southern slave era. So we have, we have Bert and Victor who are arguing over, you know, the monarchy, like which monarch era right. are they in? And then we have Anthony Ryan and Laura over here who were in slavery. Yeah. <laughs> they're in slave yeah. times. And they're creating um, hopefully like this, this, this boning or bottom or a, a volume voluminous bottom part with mm-hmm. a bunch of boning and gluing. And it looks like Anthony Ryan is doing most of the work down there. Yeah. Um, but you know, the two of them, you know, we have, I don't remember where Anthony Ryan is from and Laura Kathleen, who is also below from below mm. the Mason, Mason Dixie line. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, guys, guys, Ooh, mm. this is interesting. Um, yeah, yeah so. no there. And, and then we, um, uh, and then we go over to, um, Joshua and Julie. Yes. And, and really the thing is <laughs> okay i want to um i i i want to um just show you where i have this paused right now okay um, wait let me i'm going to let you share your screen okay okay go ahead <laughs> Hopefully this hopefully this works. Because I love this duo. I love them so much. Oh, you can't you can't see it, unfortunately. Oh, no. Hulu, you're, oh, Hulu sucks. I should yeah. say that Hulu doesn't I, I, I get it. It's it's horrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a screen I'm gonna do a screen grab because um hold on. Okay. Damn it. Why won't it I'm just doing I'm just doing a max screen grab. It's yeah. weird. And it and it's and it's turning up black. So I just have like so basically what's going on. Okay. I mean, and this is an audio medium viewer. <laughs> so we're I'm just paused right at um uh so that there's forty six nineteen left in the show, mm-hmm. and there's and uh, <laughs> um we have Julie um sort of reaching like this. Uh-huh. On one side of the frame, uh-huh. and Joshua is like, 
this on the other side of the frame and the subtitles just say sense question mark and it's after she's been describing like this new sleeve that she wants to make that like you sort of wave back and forth and it's right before she's like poking him i i love this because i was just like Julie is the annoying... So she's describing the matador idea and, like, the mm-hmm. sleeve. Because, of course, again, like, going back to Moon, she was like, I want a kimono sleeve. And then now we're to matador sleeve. And I'm like, oh, my God. Julie right. would drive me nuts with... Which is basically a sleeve with a cape on it. It's yeah. Incorporated into it is what she's talking Essentially about. Essentially what it is. And she's like, so the arm can do this. And she's waving the arm. Um, and then, like, poking at him poke 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 and i was just like julie is like the annoying younger sibling who yeah zero boundaries no boundaries and has all of the stories to tell but there's there they repeat themselves over and over again like oh yeah like like the the the, remember the the bird and 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 and, and he ate the worm the worm he ate it he ate i'm like okay all right great that's wonderful Wow, and, what a great story, Julie. But then also, like, <laughs> but then Josh, normally I, Josh is, uh, is like a hard pill for me to yes, swallow. Yes. But I love him in this moment where he's like, stop, stop poking me. You're poking, <laughs> you keep poking me. You're a pokey chick. Like, <laughs> like he's really, he's got like a foot uh, of height. Uh, and and his very very gym tone like chelsea gym toned like yes. muscles mm-hmm. and he's like terrified of her yeah it's like it's actually like, like this is my stop poking like, me oh my God. that's probably the worst thing you do to someone who's super toned is like poke them in their muscle it hurts so much just to let everyone know <laughs> they're super sensitive it's all close to the surface there's not enough like you know, padding there. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so so I love it. I love it. It's pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. And then next I wrote in my notes, I'm like, Danielle and Cecilia are working with Chiffon with no drama. They're so mm-hmm. good at what they do. Um, but we have Be- Becky and Kimberly who are working back to back. So we have like these mm-hmm. interesting dynamics going on with like the brother sister duo going on with Julian and Joshua. Mm-hmm. And then, the um you know nose to the to the to the mat just working Danielle and Cecilia mm-hmm. and then Becky and Kimberly who are just also I think separately working together yes like, and Kim- yeah and and Kimberly's like she just stares just stares I can't read her and it's like a shock of, of Becky just kind of like making mouth I don't know mouth yeah. shapes at yeah. like a thing, and she's like, I don't, I don't know what she's thinking. Yeah, so, she's yeah. making this very structured jacket, yes, tunic thing. Yeah, um, that clearly requires a lot of concentration in order to get it to fit. Yeah, properly. Yeah. Both of them are are working really hard at tailoring. Yes, some, some garments. Anya is asking Bryce about the giant tutu that that they're making. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I did write some notes about their sketches. So the, yeah, so they so like Bryce and Fallon are are coming up with this, you know, because I think Fallon is sort of at this point falling in line mm-hmm. with Bryce. Bryce is, seems to be taking like a like a leadership role and pulling things in a certain way. But on their sketch, I saw that one of their fabrics was stretched denim. Yeah, well, see, this is the thing. 
they're I think that they have this idea that they want to do like this really kind of punky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what happens is that Feline take like they they brought these different fabrics in and they can't really figure out how to make it all go together. Like they really made some mistakes in terms of buying other fabrics. Yeah. Instead of doing, instead of doing the thing of like, okay, let's just get a bunch of interesting black fabric and then see what we can do with it. Right. Yeah. Right. Instead of going like the all red route. I mean, cause we have, this is the moment where, Fallon is trying to bring in some color because yeah. they've got the tutu. It's all black. That's a part of their like punky ballerina deal. And then the top is what Fallon brought, which is right. like a, looks like a brown and white polka dot. It's uh, sort of like a necktie fabric or a waistcoat oh, fabric. Yeah. And then there also is some random turquoise blue or it looks like, mm-hmm. like a electric blue fabric coming in and she tries yeah it's really not clear like what that is there supposed to be there doing yeah yeah um also fell you know uh you know here we go like bless her heart i've been saying that all day for some reason like bless her heart um wants to switch around the the um the pattern of the the polka dot but in doing Mm -hmm. so she messes up the the grain um right like the direction that you ought to be sewing in and it looks like that that fabric is pretty stretchy. Mm-hmm. And um, from my, you know, baby sewing skills, I know that the stretchier the fabric, the more important it is to get the grain right um, because it just will go really wonky. And and you can see, I can see here Fallon just really struggling with trying to make this look interesting. Um, right. She's a little bit bored by the colors that are, that are coming up and trying to put in a little bit of the funkiness by switching up the polka dot pattern, which is a great idea, but technically you really can't do that um, right. in the way that she's trying to do it. And Bryce right. tries to explain it. And this kind of plays into this whole, here we go. Um, uh, Bryce and Fallon are, are kind of. Um, yeah. Lo- um, knocking. Yeah. Lo- locking horns yeah yeah and and they and it is an idea that they should have had like way before in the in the you know discussion like they shouldn't be having this idea now yeah um we uh you know things sort of continue on we Mm -hmm. get a bit more of um uh kimberly and becky Mm -hmm. there's this collar um, basically like a sort of shoulder, like a half collar. Yes. And everybody keeps going Star Trek on this. Like my thought was Wizard of Oz. Like this is sort of like the, like it looks like a, a Munchkin uniform I, yes. or, or like a uniform of somebody at the Emerald City. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Cause I thought of it like as. Very circus, especially with the lines that are happening. Right. For some reason, it's I... sort of ringmaster. Like yeah. it has, it's this, it's this sort of military-inspired jacket that looks sort of ringmaster. It has, it has one sleeve, yeah, and one bare shoulder, and then a diagonal. And it, really, I think if they had not 
well, we we can talk about this later on, but mm-hmm. but Becky seems really insistent on having this half collar. Yeah. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it's mainly and I get it, they want to show off the um the silk walker's tattoo. So mm-hmm. that's why there's this asymmetry going on where there's gonna be a holler, collar on one side and then um bare shoulder, bare collarbone on the other side. And here Kimberly brings up this gold LeMay thing on the opposite side to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I think maybe we, we should add this for a little sparkle, maybe a little sparkle. And I also thought like, oh, and I also balances out the collar a little bit. Like it just, it looked better with whatever she was putting up there, but Becky was really disgusted. Mm-hmm. I was, and I use that word uh, deliberately. She's like, yeah. ew, absolutely. I'm not putting a gold lame thingy on this, like, this very yeah. uh, futuristic um, thing that I'm putting together. It's gonna, and I, but I'm like, oh man, it, it actually looked kind of interesting with the gold lame balancing out the other shoulder. Mm-hmm. But we need to show that tattoo. And so we have a half collar. Yes. That's a solution to that. Um, Yeah. Um, and then we go through um, a little bit more because, because uh, again, like Fallon's putting together like a bustier yep. with this um, with this fabric, and unfortunately, we find has... out that we find out that she never went to school, that she self taught, yeah. right? Yeah. So of course, this may you know, we have any number of folks who are on here who um, don't have a lot of sewing skills or Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have pattern making skills. Yeah. And, you know, it's like that can carry you kind of far in the competition sometimes, but it's really difficult when you're working with somebody else and you don't have a common language. Yeah. Yeah. That common language Mm -hmm. is, is, yeah. I feel like that's a a better way of thinking about it because I really I just don't like this hierarchy between self-taught and school-taught. Right. um, Because Bryce is going back and gossiping with everyone else, being like, oh, guys, right? Like, Faline, she never went to school. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm better than her. You know, it's just, I I just didn't like that. Yeah. No, Bryce is is a little messy, and um, Laura also feeds into it. Oh, totally. Because Laura, this is another thing, like, I, I didn't get from Hulu last week is I forgot all about the um, the storyline of that includes that Laura is very class conscious. Yeah. So of course she would be like, of course, like there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. Like there's a right, right way to be well, born and a wrong way to be born. I'm just kidding. But yeah. But yeah. But um, also she's, but also she's really like, Oh, well then if that, if that messes up and you have to take on more of the boss role, then that puts more responsibility on you. Uh-huh, you know, it's like, uh-huh. it's, it, it is, it's shit starring. Oh yeah, totally, totally. But also from this 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 place of power, where they're like, mm-hmm. "Gosh, yeah, oh my god, you're just carrying along this bulk of Faline. Ugh, just, just mm-hmm. dead weight with that self-taught manner of hers. Yeah, um, poor exactly. You, so educated and so put upon. So, um, did uh, yeah, and then we get into Tim, Tim time. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, we have Tim time with Julie and Josh, Joshua, mm-hmm. and it, I think they're communicating to Tim that their styles are merging. They're doing their best, so um, they tell Tim their concept that's going to be a Spanish bullfighter, and Tim is like, "Olay, olay! I love this fabric." <laughs> 
So, mm-hmm. and then Josh Joshua stands on a table and models the pants that they have. So they already have like a good um, bit of, of of the garment done to show to Tim. And it's you know it's pretty okay. I don't really have. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a, a pretty good encounter. Um, and the same thing with Cecilia and and, uh, and Danielle, where um, they are working with all chiffon, and um, Tim is just pleased so far and just emphasizing that the proportion has to be right, um, which I kind of wish that he'd talk to Julia and Josh about that. Also, mm-hmm. That proportion is very important. And then here we go. Vic and Bert. Mm. And oh, I don't know if you noticed this, but I'll because I noticed it when because because Bert keeps saying that Victor doesn't let him talk, that Tim comes over and then Victor starts talking right away and mm. um, and starts explaining things. And I, I thought this was fascinating because I'm like, do you know what's actually happening, Victor? Because I feel like maybe Bert knows a little bit more of what's happening. Um, but Tim asks the question, like, so is this meant to be more like a costume? Which I don't know if that's supposed to be the like a fair question of like this is costume is a is a valid way to go and I just want to know right. which way are you going costume or couture right but Bert gets really defensive right away and starts what I call tattletelling and then Victor starts tattletelling um, telling like Papa Tim uh, who's yeah like you should be in they're trouble both, for this they they're both <laughs> trying to enlist Tim in their point of view yes. So yeah, um, right. So it's like he left the room, and mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, um, I, you know. And Tim, this is this is why we love Tim, and and you know, like Tim as the uh, as the as the mentor role model as opposed to Christian, <laughs> right? Yes. Because at this moment, Christian would be like. Well, I don't know what y'all are doing. You're dry, you're you're making me crazy with this. Like, really, oh, this fabric? Yeah, you're gonna do this oh fabric God. here? <laughs> I don't know. You have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And Tim goes, <laughs> Tim goes, okay. Here's what concerns me about this about the conversation we're having. Yes. that neither one of you in this time have said we, <laughs> right? So Tim's Tim's thing is like right away, like. Yeah. go to go to where the issue is because honestly I, I i had a hard time listening to victor and bert's back and forth being like what is the issue and then when this happened i was like i wrote in my notes like how does tim handle this and i just yeah. wrote down exactly because i'm like just in case i ever get into the situation yeah i'd like to do this this is the teacher this yes. is the the what i'm hearing here <laughs> yes is one of the most powerful weapons in the teacher's arsenal yes it's like, okay, you, I, as you, as you, you know, Ernest, you've heard me do it a lot. <laughs> I, I will, like, when I'm in that moment of like, all right, one more, and I'm mm-hmm. going to pull the car over, and then no one will have Project Runway. <laughs> what, what we can all go home, learned, okay? I what what I have around. learned, I get right. I get paid whether or not the two of you fight or not. Um, I, but when I'm at when I'm at that nerve being worked, mm-hmm. I have learned to take a breath and go. 
well, what I hear here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, this is what I see going on. Yeah. And let me let me just give you my observation. And I'm telling <laughs> right? you, it's such an authority of like, yes, like, I'm the parent here. And you guys will listen to me. And I, I really <laughs> thought it came out of left field. Where I was like, Oh, my gosh, that's right. But also, okay, and of course, that's the way you do like active listening. But it really was listening. He's like, I haven't heard you say the word we. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. yes. And and that's the core of the challenge. Whereas like, I don't care how you guys reconcile this. But if you guys don't get to we, you're going to fail. Yeah. And you guys need to work it out. Because if I work it out, then... It, what's it going to do to to help you get, to reconcile yeah. your, your your issues? But it doesn't also, matter whether one of you is right and the other is wrong. Exactly, and and at the same time, I was like, man, what um what strength there? Because all the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, I think they have like five hours. Um, these are some deep seated <laughs> issues. I don't think they're going to get to we in five hours. But at the same time, it's like that's not my problem. That's not right. problem. It's their right. problem. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, it's just—it's so hard. This is this is the genius of Tim Gunn. Yeah, yeah. This is the genius of Tim Gunn. So hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely took notes for that. Loved, I loved it. Yeah. Um. So next we have Anthony, Ryan, and Laura, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got feather things happening on on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And Tim is like, "Oh, this is on trim, on trim. Mm-hmm. If you can pull this off, I think this is a wow moment." So they're in. It's 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 sheer top with mm-hmm. like feather epaulets. It's yes, almost epaulets. yes, yeah, feather epaulets, which is excuse me, so interesting that it's like feather, yeah, but military, <laughs> military yes, inspired. Yes. Um, then you have Becky and Kimberly, and Tim looked really nervous approaching them, and so I I was very thrown off by this, mm-hmm. but uh. Uh, it seems to be okay. Um, Tim says nothing about the top that Becky's working on. Essentially, he just right. kind of tells them, oh, you know, I, I hope this whatever you're making can work in this stripe, but nothing about the collar. Right. Which worried me. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, that might be too specific a note. Sure. Right? That's sure. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, see, that's what I would I would have done. I would have said I'm concerned about this collar, and I would have mm, thrown them all mm. off. Anyway, all right. So Tim holding back maybe um, mm. leaves them and goes to Fallon and Bryce, where Tim also looks nervous and maybe holding back as well. And t- they're everyone's sighing because Tim's just like, "How are you doing?" It's like, "Ugh, Tim. I mean, I'm ugh, okay." And Bryce is worried. That they're not going to get mm-hmm. the top done, uh, I because th- of you know Fallon is is in charge of the the polka dot thing, and um, Bryce's right. offers like I think I'm spending too much time on the skirt. My gut's telling me to stop, and Tim's like, "Listen to your gut." Yeah, listen to your gut because it's one thing to say um, that you're that you're you know concerned about feline mm-hmm. you should be concerned about the fact that you'd seemingly do not know how to sew a tutu i know i mean what do you mean like, stop? i mean like it, like this is so sloppy yes i and i feel like okay fine if you want to take liberties with whatever tutu is like this is this is not this could be like a free sculpture or whatever you're doing or or, or, or 
you know, I think right. I think Bryce thinks that they're draping this tutu, but it just looks like a like a poof slash you know tutu yeah. veil or something. Yeah, which does not it it does not have because it's sheer. You can see all of the underlying structure. Yeah, and the structure doesn't look symmetrical Mm-mm. and does not look organized. No, it doesn't. You know, it just looks bunched around. Yeah. Um, so and I think that's. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, them, right. Yeah. Next, we have Oliver Olivier. I'm I'm calling I'm calling Oliver Olivier because of I <laughs> there is an extra I. I um, know, but everybody calls him Oliver. I know. Oh, okay, so Olivier and Anya and, and Anya. And I didn't know this, but Olivier is known for has is, is menswear like doing menswear. Yeah, and of course Anya's into print, so they're trying to put that together. I have to say that I I hate this fucking fabric me too i thought wow i wouldn't think that anya would choose this type of print and also it looks like there's like 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 a menswear textile on the top that they're trying to to use as the the yeah. main part of the bodice and yeah. i just thought wow this looks very dull everything looks very dull in my opinion um mm-hmm. not, not enough in terms of like an anya print so um, I think that's, mm-hmm. that's all we hear from, from Tim. Tim who, heads out really and we quietly. get like a little recap on everybody's, the problems that everybody are having. You know, there is a moment that I really loved where Joshua is showing Julie like a quick and dirty way to get a ruching effect around the waistband. Mm-hmm. And I just, again, like I just love them together where Joshua like, under you know, like you know explains to julie who also um has some uh uh is is not as a, a as skilled a sewer in right. the room um feels like potentially is the is maybe one of the other self-taught people yes yeah and, and so joshua spells it out i think and and also i i know that also that joshua um goes on to teach or or i, I think I, yeah um yeah but does it in a way where it was like look this is like a, a quick way that i know and I've pinned it for you and here's how it works out and blah, blah, yeah. like, go do it. And Julie's like, thanks. Thanks older brother. And like skips to the little. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Instead of, instead of getting all heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I, I mean, this is like, I think the good news about Josh is that he's like, all right, this is cuckoo bananas, but it's what we're doing. Yeah. So exactly. we're so we're just gonna do it flat out. Yeah, and just like do we, like handling Julia's you know? vibrating en- energy so well, and yeah, I, I think they're handling each other really well. Yeah. Someone else, another pair, I think they're handling each other or handling conflict really well is Cecilia and Danielle. Um, even though they have like a spat, like there's a spat right. that happens in the corner of, of the brothers' sewing room. Yes. Where Cecilia's like. Listen, I tried your way before and it messed up. That's why this thing, that's why it's taking me too long. Like, Danielle, I can't do it your way. I'm going to do it my way. And what they're having, they're having an interfacing fight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because Cecilia is also working on a waistband. But Danielle does not want her to work with anything besides the fabric. That's that's what I, like, sussed mm-hmm. from their, uh, their, their fight. And Cecilia's like, I need to back this with a with a nasty piece of interfacing. I'm sorry, mm. Danielle. And Danielle's like, oh, fine. And that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get over it. Um, we go to the models coming. Yeah. The still models come back in. 
and so we're so people are doing like second round of fittings mm-hmm. um you know bird and victor are at least at a um detente mm-hmm. even though so so the models there and they're kind of like talking about um bert gets into this thing of like it's like alice in wonderland or somebody says it's like alice in wonderland uh-huh. and bert goes it's a fantasy it's not a costume. It's not a costume. Don't use the word costume. The word is not costume. The word is fantasy. And I mean, you know, given the way that stuff gets thrown around, mm-hmm. it, you know, by the judges, yeah. Bird is probably right. But again, it was one of these things where, yes, technically you are right, but there is such a thing as emotional intelligence. Yes. And your emotional intelligence would... So here's a here's a thing that I think is maybe also at play here, hmm. which is that one of the things that happens with folks who are in recovery mm-hmm. is that you have to be very vigilant about where something might go. If you feel that hmm. your sobriety, certain like situations or things might be sort of threats to your sobriety. Mm-hmm you may have learned about yourself that you need to draw a particular boundary. Yeah. And there may be something for Bert where if he lets somebody else run over him, Mm -hmm. then he feels like powerless and the powerlessness lit, you know, is some associated with these other behaviors and that that's that there's the fear of that. That's in some ways, behind this like really rigid terminology yeah you know some fierce control that yeah needs to have yeah there's a kind of vigilance that folks often have Mm -hmm. in you know and not everybody and not at all stages of their recovery but i i understand that feeling of like i can't go in this type of place because this is where i will start using like yeah. if i'm like in this kind of you know so yeah and i can really too because i i'm i'm a recovering black and white thinker where mm-hmm. i found a lot of comfort in rigid rigidity and there being like a right or a wrong and you know it kind of comes out in my competitive nature where i like mm-hmm. to win um you know and, and so there 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 are things right i remember there's that when when um bert says that it's a moment where Victor is trying to um, engage make, with the make model. Nice. And, right. Yeah. And engage with Bert because, you know, uh, this is also a part of like, let's put this aside. We're working with this, um, with our model who's has nothing to do with our bickering, our process. But right. I feel like Victor and, and a lot of people fashion. are trying to do these that. Are, these are not fashion models. Exactly. They're still walkers. Yeah. And right. So, and and so like you. Something fun like this is Alice in Wonderland. And then right. Bert's like, this is fantasy. Uh, Victor's face fell. Like Victor was like, oh, yeah. like okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Like, I, um, this is exhausting trying to, yeah. to have fun it, with you. Yeah. Also, it's like, this is fantasy. And who had the fantasy to put that horrible gold <laughs> um, netting at the at, over the top of the bodice? Like, what the hell was that a reference well, I feel to? Like that was... Oh, you know what? Because I wonder since it was Bert, if it was referential. I wonder if that's like from Paige, so, so such and such, or some other thing. I mean, <laughs> look, we've we've seen in the past couple of challenges, like the way that Bert adds these 
details to things yeah. like the thing that he did last oh, week last week yes i know you know real bad so yeah bert has like a problem with like the neckline area like, <laughs> stop like that's where you yeah. need to stop it bert <laughs> yeah yeah stop so <laughs> so um and then we it gets very into um oh, you know the bodice gosh, that bryson Felline. yeah yeah I, yeah, I, I've, I, this is, it's, this stuff is fascinating to me because, um, it, I don't think Fallon actually understood what Bryce was telling her about the right. grain having yeah. to be the same way. And so she ends up cutting it off grain, um, in trying to make this bustier look interesting because she fits mm-hmm. on the model and she's like, oh, it's kind of wonky. Why? I'm like, cause you cut it off grain and it's yeah. a stretch fabric. So she's realizing it now and she's crying. And it's it's a it's kind of a big deal, and 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 so it's sort of like okay, a, right. a make it or uh, it's a make it work moment for the for the two of them. And, right, but uh, she's yeah. like she just collapses totally. She's totally. all she can do is be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and yeah, he's yeah. just like, well, you know, yeah. She can't wear your saris down the runway. We're gonna have to figure out. Something. And I have to say, this is sort of the moment where I was like, well, maybe you guys. What what would have happened if they switched, if Feline worked on the two two part rather yeah. than Bryce, who probably has more experience working with stretch fabric in that sense, right? So, um, well, we have Cecilia and Danielle who have a successful fitting, and Danielle apologizes to Cecilia mm-hmm. for uh, questioning her about interfacing that waistband because it fits. Yep. you know, yeah. it's great. So then it's they go home, um, and then it's four thirty in the morning. I wrote in my and notes, ungodly eggs in the pan. Fair. How can you eat at four thirty in the morning? I, I like, mean, if I know that that's like the last, the last meal I'm gonna get until. <laughs> You better believe I'm eating at four thirty in the morning. Are you kidding me? I would just be me? mad. I'd be glaring at you with uh the, with the stove on, being like, "Why are we doing this? Why are we up right now?" Anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's all I can think about four thirty morning. Like, why? Why is this happening? Um, but yeah, so so they're they get ready. Uh, it's the crack of dawn. It's terrible. Uh, they go to the workroom. Well, there is like a hilarious thing <laughs> where, again, they're trying to have a bit of a rapprochement, Victor and 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 Bert. Uh huh. And I think it's like Bert says something like, "I, you know, I feel I I I feel kind of good about it." Uh huh. And Victor goes like, "It's definitely what you and I put together." <laughs> Which is my favorite one of those, like, well, I, I, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. It certainly is composed of fabric. Yeah. And it also is sort of like, that is the best Victor has learned how to do in order, yeah. in order to communicate with Bert. That's yeah. how Victor has learned. Yeah. It's like, no feeling. To be like that literal. It's straightforward. It's actual yeah. literal it's straight it's there's no jokes um uh no no approach and so i'm just circling around you with words that mean things yeah <laughs> so 
Meanwhile, right. up in the in up in the women's dorm, mm-hmm. um, Feline is going on again <laughs> about how about how inadequate she is, and the other designers really seem to be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, Feline. you know, no, we're not going to tell you that you really are good and you really do deserve to be here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry you know and she's like maybe i'm maybe I, I just don't have it and, so, and somebody else is like well you know maybe you'll find it today in the workroom waiting for you yeah that's a thing that could happen yeah and maybe goes, elves came in and made your dress and she's just like maybe i'll find my soul there and we have cecilia yeah. who's making an all chiffon <laughs> outfit yeah only a chiffon in one sliver of interfacing one sliver and she's just like yeah maybe yeah. you'll find your soul you're, that's what you need. A soul. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get to the workroom. Feline. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So, right. F- Feline and Bryce are doing a tube top. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, like, we see, like, vi- we haven't talked about the um, the thing that Oliver made as the top. Oh, yeah. For the thing, again, kind right. of weird and ugly and complicated. Really, and I and I just kind of like what what were you guys thinking? Uh, what was the thought process into yeah. this? Because uh, you know this is only the third challenge, and that looks nothing like all what anything that Oliver has made before. Yeah. So I and I wonder if they're trying to go into the couture route. I don't know why. Yeah. No one said couture, <laughs> so um, yeah. Oh, actually, Tim did say that, but I feel like it wasn't to imply that they ought to make couture it was about the fantasy of, mm. of the of this occasion but i think some people were just like "Ooh, couture in nine hours so yeah we also have joshua m like joshua like threatening julie behind her back in a hilarious way right it being um, being like really goofy doing the best he can to deal with julia yes so yeah so they so tim comes in um, they have an hour and a half, essentially, because they have mm-hmm. a call time. They have to be out in Battery Park <coughs> by 7 a.m. I'm just kidding. By 8, 8 o'clock. So it's mm. 6.30. They're in the workroom at 6.30 in the morning. And they have to do the, do their, like, fittings and then also go to hair and makeup. Right. So we have Faline, who is uh, now kind of shifting a little bit on Bryce because Bryce has taken over the top. Now that mm. Feline's kind of like failed at it and she does not like what she sees. So right. she's drying her tears and she's pulling out right. some stuff because like your tube top is trash. Okay. She my... basically makes a fascinator. Yes. She's like, my my bustier was terrible, but your your tube top is trash. So let me like work on this like hat thing. Um, yeah. So she's making, oh, I love that term, fascinator. But, and she also looks like she's having fun, which is, you know, yeah. sad at this moment um, where I'm like, you know, this is where I think Feline is kind of shining. Um, but that's because she also is freaking out because if, if Bryce works on the top, that means she made nothing. So this mm-hmm. is sort of her last gasp at doing something that she can contribute to and, and, and point at on the runway. Yes. So yeah. Um, Julie is sending back and letting Joshua bedazzle the shit out of their mm-hmm. room. And Joshua also is at his happiest going around the workroom, taking shiny things from people. Yes. And so, yeah, I just really love that as well. Um, so hair and makeup. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we Here we have um, a moment in hair where 
we have kind of this running theme of what do you mean by that? Running theme of define your terms. Running theme of mm-hmm. do you know your history? So Danielle is in charge of the hair for uh, Cecilia and Danielle's duo and tells the hairstylist that she wants royalty. And the hairstylist is like, <laughs> um, from what era? There's a lot of royalty. <laughs> yeah. like, so what kind exactly. of royalty, sir? What kind of royalty yeah. here? Yeah. And then she Are we goes, talking Elizabeth one, Elizabeth, Elizabeth two. One, two. Uh, um, Victoria. <laughs> are we talking about Anna? Princess right. Anne. Uh, are we are we talking about the about like Catherine the Great? Are we mm-hmm. talking about like are we talking about you, you talking know about the royal court of Japan? Uh, which royalty? There's so much royalty out there. And then Danielle goes, um, maybe a little bun up to the top and off to the side. And he goes, well, that's a little vague, but we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is hilarious. I love it that this happened in the same episode. Yeah. Because then the model comes back and her hair looks like one giant balloon on top. And I'm just like, it, it's from her what, hair. Like, <laughs> her hair looks like Captain Janeway season one. I don't know what that means. After a fight from Star Trek Voyager. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Like like Kate Mulgrew, <laughs> Captain Janeway season one. Yes. After getting a fight in a fight on the planet's surface. <laughs> I mean, it is, it, it is. They, they uh, gave her a baby hairline. I don't know what yeah. was happening there. Does she have like, yeah, she yeah. Had like a wig, a baby hair wig all the way yeah. around. Like, uh, and then, and then like a, a hot, I call it a hot air balloon. Cause I, I was just like, it looks like a big balloon on top. And I t- asked myself, well, Inez, what era of balloon? And I said a mm-hmm. hot air balloon. Um, so that's, that's sort of like what's happening up there. Um, we get to see Scott Patrick, who's also kind of bewildered looking at what these people are asking to, to mm-hmm. do. Um, but yeah. So it, 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 we're going to do just a little, I'll, I'll show you a little quick, uh, <laughs> um, or do a little screen share here. Uh huh. I mean, it's kind of, it, it, it is. It's it's kind of like a Gibson girl thing. Uh huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> so so just those. It's really it's Captain Janeway from season one. You know, and this is sort of like, wouldn't you say that this is also something that you would see on like the Gilded Age or? Yeah, like because it's because it's like a Gibson century. girl. So yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not any. Um, it it's yeah, yeah. No, no queen ever had that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know what royalty <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> but um, but you know that's me being pedantic, like Bert. I love it though because this is how you learn, <laughs> and also words mean things. And, words do mean and history things. History actually happened, and so it's when you, when you, go and you go and you're communicating with people, then it's like royalty. It's like, well, what do you mean by royalty? <laughs> Give me something specific. I'm here to help you. So yeah, no, you need to know those things. Okay, Captain Janeway. <laughs> anyway, um, anything else that stood out before this? And and it's like because there's a lot of time they spent um, getting ready for this before we head to yeah. Battery Park. Yeah, no, nothing else from there. Um, and and they head off. You know, they mm-hmm. they tromp off to Battery Park. Yes, with all their stuff. Yeah. So that this is you know the waterfront. 
um yeah on top of trash like i I love this part of new york for that like for those history um that part of history where i'm just like oh look at this this is great it's and then also you know they have the statue of liberty in the back it's um, a somewhat like either foggy or slightly rainy day yes like the runway is covered in tarp to keep to keep it dry yes yes um there's some there's like you know it's a they say it's for the public but it's a very sparse public i know this is a i saw this a very exclusive public i'm like i would have loved i would have gotten up at 5 a.m to do this (laughs) i would have been upset about it but underneath like my normal you know curmudgeonly self at 5 30 in the morning i would have been like oh my Mm. gosh i feel so great to be here it's the only reason why i want to get up at the crack ass of dawn. <laughs> like That's right. Really events. But, um, but yeah, but battery park is like, I don't know. It's one of my yep. favorite places. And so, T- yeah, go ahead. You know, people are having meltdowns. Tim is talking. Oh, yeah. uh, Tim, Tim is do you know, comforting Feline. Yeah. Cause I think a lot um, of the designers didn't realize what this would look like or what this meant to have a public runway show. Yeah. And it is a production. And you also get to see who the guest judge is. Um, so there's like a lot of oh my God. all of this like press stuff going on. So we can say uh, we have our normies. Our guest judge. We yeah. have our normies. We have our Heidi. We have our Michaels. We have our mm-hmm. Ninas. And our guest judges. Who is it, Nalen? It is Kim Kardashian. Um, it pre... Um, a you know worldwide oppressive mode mm-hmm. yeah like yes. like is this this is this this is pre-kanye right oh way pre-kanye yeah way pre-kanye way like like it's so it's interesting because she's not such a big get yes <laughs> she's still like at this point yeah she's still kind of like um uh Still, so, you know, mainly I, I would say like, and of course, I don't really know that much about Kim Kardashian and her history, but mainly known as as a socialite um, who is an it girl of mm. the time or whatever. <clears throat> and and I could kind of tell by the way she is speaking that she's sort of in her. This is, I think, around the time where millennials are getting um, uh uh, identified as having this vocal fry thing going on. Um, yeah. And she doesn't really have the vocal fry, but she's speaking in a way that I feel like this kind of dates where she is in her public career of being like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm very judgy and mm-hmm. I'm very discerning and I um, am very, very self-important and very young. And I don't know. It's just like, mm-hmm. she doesn't speak the way she speaks in this episode anymore, which I think That's is really true. interesting. Um. But yeah, that's who we have. <laughs> so should we go to our cheat sheet? Yes. So listeners, this is where you can pull up the cheat sheet, check in your show notes, follow along with us. Um, and this week, we, we, of course, we're doubled up. And um, let's let's start off. So first, out of the gate, we have Joshua and Julie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. And... And here we should say that um, this is uh, this is all lovely, mm-hmm. you know. And but it's clear that the talent that these folks have is walking in stilts. Yes, 
it is not um it is not being runway models it is not selling garments because they really don't have a clear sense well i think there is a thing that you have to do and i've seen other stilt walkers do it mm -hmm. i think in order to not throw yourself off balance mm -hmm. I think that you have to actually move your arms hmm. in a more exaggerated way mm -hmm. than you would normally if you were not on stilts. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of arm stuff. Yes. These models. Yeah. And there's a lot of like back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. What do you, we, the, you know, that being said, um josh and julie's model also has um it also has the matador cape <laughs> which which i can't help but think is like hey bull bull hey my cape is up here all right <laughs> hey hey the cape is up here I, like, just, <laughs> I just think this is such a missed opportunity for a really long sleeve moment and so the, the proportions are just hilarious i look at this outfit and i laugh every single time every mm. single time it's so she's so high up and that pattern elongates i think elongates her even more and then mm -hmm. uh the top part you know and i'm just like yeah if, if she were standing on the ground without these stilts on that will look great it will look great but yeah. you guys you know look at her all the way up there she just looks even further away with her little tiny arms and her really yeah. long legs and so um i felt like now that she's talking about the arm movements i thought with this one the arm movements actually uh, hurt the garment, <laughs> even though that's a part. That's a part of it. She's like, yeah. She's like, oh lay, oh lay up here. Right. Olay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, no. It's, please stop doing it, that. Please. It's stop. like really weird to figure out. Well, and also it's clear that they have a camera on a crane at the end of the runway, oh. so that they can do like a face on, so that the, so that theoretically the models can look right in the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um at the at down at the end of the runway but but it makes for it's it's very weird the the effect of all of these things really so strange. so there's joshua and julie mm -hmm. and then we get to bert and victor are yeah. up next yeah and um, what do you think here okay first of all i you know i when they all started sketching i thought it makes more sense like i would rather them all be in pants because i just kind of was worried about someone falling over mm -hmm. and um and this was so long that i was really impressed that the you know the soot walker could walk in this first of all and mm -hmm. um the second of all it just you know i felt like the i don't like this i don't like this outfit i thought again missed opportunity with the proportion of the peplum maybe mm -hmm. that it could have been something that was a little bit more exaggerated and more fantastic and um and I, I i just i just thought man it's just two different garments put together and it almost like for the bottom part that all that victor really had to do was make sure that it kind of resembled a skirt i don't really know what kind of design or mm -hmm. i can't really see that from the picture and i you know remember from the runway but yeah yeah, yeah. You um think? this model's moving her arms a lot and yeah. I think it's in some ways it's about <clears throat> controlling the amount of flowing fabric to make sure that she's able to walk. Yes. Yeah. And then you, sense. and then you get Bert giving a really 
shitty voiceover about like yeah. you know i have regrets because i feel like i was encumbered with victor yeah. if i if i didn't have that my design would have been amazing mm -hmm. in this setting it's like you you have it it's i'm i'm reminded of the way that um, I was really excited when at the beginning of the season, when the first time watching this through when Bert was on yeah, and really feeling like this is great that they have somebody who's older. This is a wonder really wonderful redemption thing. It's yeah. Fantastic. And then the, the levels of like week after week, the sort of like, well, I didn't do my thing, but if I had done my thing, it would have been incredible. Yeah. Is just like, but you did do your thing and I it know. actually kind of wasn't. And it's also like, and it's like, you like, you know, you've had chances to express your vision yeah. and it hasn't been so great. I mean, it made me think of the previous week where I was, I was so frustrated with bird having immunity and putting that out. Um, yeah. And and like what Patricia talked about, like, oh, you wanted to push yourself. And so here is a moment where you can do something really wacky or right. turn a wacky situation into something that right. is an opportunity to have fun or right. to just or 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 tell a joke or do something. You know, yeah. I mean, like make something that's like witty and frivolous. It is. It's it's really an intense thing about a particular generation of gay men who yeah. is like so wounded mm. and and so like you know kind of roughed up by the AIDS epidemic and mm -hmm. and shut down in this way that is like yeah very very tough to witness because there is a because it you know yeah I'm like dude i'm rooting for you yeah. right there like i'm i'm there for you like go ahead and but then this this sort of weird thing about like well i didn't get to do what i wanted to do yeah yeah so that's why this didn't work yeah and i, you know? and, I and i was also you know kind of going back to with like felling and breaking down like a, i i know a part of it was i think people realizing what a production this was going to be and mm -hmm. seeing the crowd and, and, and I, I can imagine going through a day challenge, not really being able to get in that mindset of what actually is what you're in for yeah. or what kind of opportunity this might be. And mm -hmm. I thought about Bert being like, maybe I wasted this opportunity or I wasted this chance. And so to reconcile mm -hmm. it with myself, I'm going to blame, you know, yeah. I'm going to blame Victor because, you know, I kind of felt sorry for Valine and maybe some of the other designers were just like, oh, yeah, nuts. like I didn't, you know, maybe like I wish I could have put out something a lot better for this kind of opportunity mm -hmm. even though you're also on national television so you're you know yeah so yeah didn't like that yeah all right next we have bryson fouling and their their punky ballerina who i will say i i feel is like the the model who actually sort of is most successful in terms of walking the garments yes on the runway and it, well she knows to like she knows to like you know make a unified gesture and mm -hmm. hit a pose yes and she's sort of like gestures and hits yes. and gestures and hits yes and she, and it and and it looks good bryce has this delusional thing about like <laughs> if 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 we had sewn the bodice 
Right, we would have had a really good outfit. And I'm like, that skirt, God, like, that skirt. Look at, look at the main part. Look at the biggest thing on that garment. Really? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, absolutely not. I, I, and yeah, it's we. You're, it's it's messy. Um, yeah. All right. Next, we have Becky and Kimberly, and mm-hmm. their model is on borrowed stilts, and so it looks yeah. like this model had a kind of a hard time walking. Yeah, she's she, and she's definitely like, she's also really trying to give you runway. Yeah, but it's so clear that she doesn't quite know where to look or yeah. who's supposed who she's supposed to be displaying this for. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a little bit of a mess. Yeah. And I do stand by my, um, my uh, Wizard of Oz thing with those garments. I think, I think it's, it looks the most circusy so far. Yeah. (laughs) So far. And, um, and also I, I just thought that the model's makeup was really troubling to me um so i you know i kind of yes there's something about her eye shape and i'm not a model i'm not a makeup person i really am not but i i saw what was happening in um in the makeup room and i was just like oh really they're going to continue she also has that sort of mod she has that sort of like red like like you know red poof in her hair Mm -hmm. that is so like um you know 80s music video mm-hmm. like okay i know these folks are supposed to be punks but they're not but that's not what punks look like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's yeah. very new wave yeah like yeah. her like the whole affect is very new wave yes. i guess i would say yeah i agree i agree with that um right. then we got anya and oliver yes i i i like the way their model is styled I yeah. think this top is really a mistake and it's not well fitted. <sighs> and for all of his like, it, you know, I, and I do not like this. I, I don't like this pattern. Yeah. I thought they're really lucky that the models like torso is so far away. <laughs> yeah. From everyone because from far away, the colors together work um, mm-hmm. um, it's a, and I think it's just because we know what Anya is capable of that I'm really disappointed with this print. But mm-hmm. the back, the and the front, it just looks unfinished. Like the edges yeah. weren't finished at all. And and I there's this like little kind of piece of like like a little floppy part that's in the front where it just looks like that belonged that needed to be finished somehow. And I'm like I don't get it yeah here we go like one of those like project runway tropes where i'm like i'm confused anyway yeah danielle and cecilia it's so bad for cecilia and danielle to have to come behind such a well-styled model (laughs) um so bad for them because this model's hair is all i could look at all i could think about and um it wasn't until this last this uh, you know it wasn't until I, you know, I looked at the, the 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 show again that I really could appreciate the front. Um, I remember not liking the back of this. There is a lot of flutteriness going on in the back. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about the color combination, um, but I thought that this, considering the fabric, it was so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think the colors are not for me. 
and the the model's styling was just well also you know there's another thing that like when you have those um really poofy sleeves Mm -hmm. that are sort of the same shape as the poof on the top of her head it's like it's it you know it just kind of reinforces that impression (laughs) yeah and and the fact that it's just like not it's not like slick like Mm. why are there like why are there those tendrils on either side like it like just there's all why does she have bangs like it's all like it's i i blame danielle for this this is all her fault but also whoever the the hairstylist like really you wanted to represent yourself because we're we're gonna blame danielle but also you did it yeah but i mean the hairstylist was probably like well yes but i but i think like the hairstylist is like really really you want us to do okay what is it that you want what what okay so i'm just gonna blame danielle then (laughs) yeah yeah because it's because it is you know yeah it's so delusionally bad and it's like Cecilia is the only one who understands i think of the two of them i don't i don't think danielle knew knows how bad it is yeah um and then uh and and then anthony and laura okay i have to say i forgot to mention this it's in my notes somewhere but thank god they the hoop didn't work out for some reason yeah and the two of them made an executive decision to abandon it and i was like best thing ever we don't have yeah there's a moment where they they have like all this boning around yes. the around the dress form and it's like they can't figure out how to make it work and it's yes. like okay good and i thought it walked beautifully um, mm-hmm. i'm glad it ended the show especially coming after Danielle cecilia's hair yeah. disaster and i was like i'm so glad they didn't make a southern slave state dress and yes. instead they made something that was um Probably like defied my expectations in terms of what was yeah. what is safe for a silk walker to walk in. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it looked, I thought it looked really, really, really nice. So, any other thoughts on the? No, the I think that's it. You know, they. I mean, it is it is wild that they have to. Um, you know, they have to walk the runway twice and also like in conjunction with all of each other, like not knock each other over. That I, was amazing. Okay. I was going to ask you about this. Cause I was like, they, I wonder, I, I guess maybe they didn't have make the, the, the models walk this more than once. Do you think for the camera angle uh, do you think they got out there? A little hard to tell. Okay. They might've, they might've had, um, it looked like they had, um a three camera setup going so mm-hmm. i don't know if they i'm i it's sort of surprising that they wouldn't have shot any coverage but maybe it's you know there might have been a couple of takes on individual people but mm-hmm. and i think that they basically tried to get it all in one go yeah yeah okay yeah i was wondering actually wondering about that especially with um how difficult a runway this is um, yeah. with that fog so but yeah um and also kind of commenting the last i thought the last model walked really well Mm -hmm. um um, okay so uh that scene of the runway um all the fans go to work because it's 8 30 
So oh my god. <laughs> and they meanwhile the designers and everybody packs up and resets. Yeah. Back up at mood. Yeah. Or at, at Parsons. Yes. <laughs> at, at right at Parsons. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're 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 back there and uh Heidi is like, So did you like showing your garments in front of a live audience? Was it terrifying? And everyone's like, yeah, it's great. Thanks, Heidi. We're so tired. It's 8.45 a.m. Anyway, so, <laughs> so yeah, so all we, we get rid of Olivier and Anya right away. Right. They're safe. They're, they're safe. And then we have the high scores, which are, they announce them right away, which is brutal. Anthony mm-hmm. and Laura, Cecilia and Danielle, and Kimberly and Becky have the highest scores. And the lowest scores are Bert and Victor. Josh and Julie, and then Fallon and Bryce. So yeah, um, they dismiss the low-scoring teams first, right? And then Joshua says something that I thought was really interesting, where he's like, "Listen, the ready-to-wear is on the runway. The costume is back here. We're we're in purgatory, waiting mm-hmm. to get kicked off." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of know the way yeah. the judges went." So. No, he's he is smart. He's he. Yes. He is, he's very self-aware. Yeah. He's smart. He knows he's on a TV show. Yeah. He knows he's on Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's interesting to see, like, how on top of it he is. Yeah. yeah. There's, um, there's a, uh, I, reala- I realized that they probably did this so that they wouldn't have six still walkers out there all at the same time oh yeah you're right yeah like they like they it would just be unmanageable for them to bring all the models out yeah yeah i realize that because i and and all the teams on the stage it's just like too cluttered yeah um so they talk about anthony and laura first and Mm -hmm. and it's again right away where uh I'll say Kim Kardashian goes, this is great. It's amazing. It's not costumey at all where we get confirmed that that's kind of how they judge this. But Nina says something interesting where she's just like, yeah, it's wonderful. It's great. My only worry again, Anthony Ryan, it's very referential. It's something I've seen before. So could you please buy to be, try to be original. Mm. Um, which I which I thought I love it when Nina says things are referential. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I don't know, I don't know. I don't really know. But it yeah. definitely looks like something of, you know, I would mm-hmm. guess Dior maybe. Maybe uh, who knows? I mean uh, there was that that trend for a while that was like flower petals and sheer dresses. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of there so there's a lot of that. Um I, I think that this is probably what, you know, what Nina's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And next we have Cecilia and Danielle. And they, you know, they kind of talk about um, marrying the blouse and the pants together and how they only use chiffon except for that little strap mm-hmm. interfacing. <clears throat> and 
Heidi Klum is just like, oh, I love the color combo, the sheerness, and but what ruins it is the hair. And then Michael Kors mm. just cannot wait. The hair! The hair! They've all, <laughs> they have all been thinking about that hair. And um, it's just, go. they just go on and on and on about how terrible yeah. this hair is. But also we got, unfortunately, you know, I didn't like the collar detail, but people were just, were kind of into all of it. Um, I think it, I think it works from, um, I, I, I think it works from a distance. Yeah. And it's sort of designed to read from a distance, it, but like close up, it's like that, um, those, um, those appliques are really, really heavy on mm-hmm. on a chiffon yeah. blouse. Yeah. But they really appreciated how, like what skill yeah. went into this, this garment. So, all right. Yeah. Next we have Kimberly and Becky and they talk about how they also wanted to marry their strengths together because mm-hmm. Kimberly knows, like loves making pants and makes a good pair of pants. And Becky mm-hmm. has a strength in making um, jackets and tops. And so mm-hmm. they did that. Heidi Klum says this was almost perfect. And uh, yeah, they call out their tailoring skills and um, what's really great is Nina goes, mm, I love the pants. The pants are so great. It, the pants are amazing. My only detail that I feel could have been edited down mm-hmm. is that half collar. And it's just like, I wonder what Kimberly's head was saying at that mm. moment where she's just like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it. It, it's true and I would say this that it's like it is the one pair of pants up there that is where the flare mm-hmm. is proportional to the length oh, like tall. that you could actually believe that that's a leg in yes. there almost all of the other pairs of pants it feels like there's the top part of a pant mm-hmm. and then a tube and then the bottom part of the pant You're and right. I think that that Kimberly really did cut something that feels like a garment for somebody who just happens to have legs that are that long. Yeah. Cause I, and I'll say it's, it's one of my favorite photos on that. I, you know, from that, uh, from that shoot that's on the cheat mm-hmm. sheet because you can kind of see that roundness and it, yeah. it, it has this like this nice little fashion walk and you can see that shape that she's made. Yeah. And the pleat in it is really sharp. Really like, good. like that's, you know, and then it's like bedazzled yeah. on the bottom, you know, just the yeah. proportions were, were really great. Um, you know, just the, the I, yeah. And I, and I agree like the half collar is just not even like a big deal mm-hmm. um, in a way, but yeah. So then it's time for low scores. <laughs> yeah. Our and who scores. do they talk to first? Oh my gosh. They talk to the problem children. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Bert and Victor. And again, I think Heidi Klum asked Bert to talk, but Victor sp- speaks first. Um, mm-hmm. And so, anyway, they're talking about some stuff, and Michael Kors is the one that brings up. I hate that dust ruffle of gold on top. Like, what's happening? There? What's yeah, happening there? he says it. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's oh. This is also where Kim Kardashian says. Oh my god, the best. Um, thing. says it's like in the Sound of Music where they took the curtains off and made. <laughs> And that's what that's where I got it from. And she goes, and it's kind of like Marie Antoinette days. It's and, like, and, oh my god! And and you just there is a great 
like Bert's reaction <laughs> shot. Like there is a kind of saintliness that Bert should have should has earned for not stepping <laughs> off the stage and slapping her because if this it really is one of those moments where I'm like you know okay so maybe what you're saying is the Sofia Coppola Marie Antoinette movie was it even out then I don't even know if it had been made in 2011 oh I, oh yeah I think it was, it was? I think it was okay. out right. yeah yeah I think it was out <laughs> out by then um but that it but that it's but but like that's her frame of reference yes <laughs> and then the sound of music where they took the drapes and made I mean like it's just it's like you know there's there's the last 10 years which is what matters and then there's all of history before that which is yeah. all kind of the same thing you know what yeah, i mean yeah you know like marie antoinette days like sound <laughs> of music you know like you know uh, world war 2 world war 1 yeah. who cares like which one they're all yeah. wars um yeah. yes it was, it, i yeah, yeah. I, I, it was um hilarious yeah. it's hilarious yeah michael says the fabric looks like the you know the wall covering at a tacky catering hall which is it does exactly <laughs> uh, a fun tacky catering hall uh, yeah i just i i love you know, it i love it on the wall and then and then bert goes in on this is what wasn't what i wanted to present yeah yeah so then we get to the fight like i didn't create this mm-hmm. and it, and heidi yeah Heidi like hones in on yeah because I think she's she's just like okay so uh, if one of you if if you guys were the losing team who would go home and I think I think it's Victor who uses the word own for the first time he's like like I own this part or something I I can't remember how the fight right happened oh so I yeah Victor goes like well we birth we both worked on it fifty fifty um, but I own it. Meaning, like, I own my part in this 50-50 part. And then right. Heidi Clunas goes, okay, so you're owning it, so you would go home. And he was like, no. Right. I wouldn't go home. It's just, right. but you sad. And it right. becomes and, this, like, right. circle And then it's like, Bert, so you're, you're turning lobster color. And Bert's like, he kept telling me what he wanted to do, but mm-hmm. he wouldn't sketch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, we're back at, like... He's on my side of the car. He's like, oh, he's touching me. He's like, I'm not touching uh, you. Like, he's touching me. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> touching you. Like, so, you know. But also um, fills in, the, I I feel like that not sketching part fills in the gap in communication as well. Exactly. Like we were saying before about like common language and trying to understand what each other were saying that like Bert, I think perhaps has this, maybe, maybe it's also kind of like, like a, like a, like a Bryce-ness, like, you know, self-taught versus mm. school-taught, where for Bert, like, the way you do this properly is you sketch. And if Victor doesn't right. sketch, then I, how can I respect what you're saying? Yeah. And Victor is trying to describe something, and the words Victor is using are, like, words that, or things that Bert, you know, does not yeah. clue into or things are incorrect. So it's just, yeah. like, from the very beginning, not really being able to get across what they were, what they meant yeah this is all also as i think about it now it's like this is the challenge that has 
absolutely nothing to do with fashion and only has to do with how you work together. Like yeah. there, it is not possible to bring a design vision yeah. to this challenge. It is only about like, okay, we're going to tie you together mm-hmm. And see who makes it across the finish line. And I'm just like, if they had given them one more day, that's then yeah. I feel like yeah, because they only gave them one day. If they given them one more day, then it could have been more of what made Tim so excited about this. That it is about proportion. It could be about the math. It could be about the actual, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, skill that goes into design and the eye in terms of taste and proportion because. You know, maybe, you know, uh, Julian Joshua could have figured out that yeah. their sleeve was not long enough or even this idea of fantasy and going um, uh, in, into something that's sur- like n- unreal, like being unrealistic yeah. and, 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 and fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is this is to put them in a in a pressure cooker, uh, an insane uh, situation of just one day. And then the next day, yeah. waking them up at 430 in the morning to have this <laughs> runway show out in the public. And right. Yeah, it was a, it was a good uh, pressure cooker for something. Yeah, like it really does not have design elements. No. So, um, you know, Bryson Feline, mm-hmm. um, you know, I will say Kim, Kim Kardashian says something that I think someone else iterates, and I just it made me really mad. She says, "This has no effort. You could have right. done this in fifteen minutes." And just like, oh, do you? Yeah, that's hurtful <laughs> to say, um, because man, mm-hmm. that tutu took Bryce a long time. That mess of a yeah. tutu nest. Let's just say, let, let's just say that. Bryce had a full day to work on the tutu. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it it, it looks like it was just kind of bunched up there, and uh, that's that's a mm-hmm. not great to say, but also yeah. a comment on how it actually turned out. Michael yeah. actually does like this is one of those moments where Michael is he he doesn't need to score points. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, he actually gives like a very cogent critique, mm. which is that he's like, look, it's got every dance reference and they end up being nothing because they don't melt. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah. it. That just like totally sums it up. Yeah. And, and it's because there's no overall i no. to it it's like it's just bogged down in these like individual ideas that you had yeah you yeah. know and um and like good on michael for not like you know she's she's like the black swan got <laughs> sucked into the blades of the 747 on the way to go get her cold cream out of the bathroom <laughs> closet you know which is like entirely in his wheelhouse to do yeah she but it's looks like, like yeah but he yeah. actually it's like no that's actually there's some sensible critique well yeah. done yeah uh yeah i love that too and it's and uh, and both Feline and bryce admit that she's the she's the problem yeah 
Um, which is completely fair on this one. Um, so then we have uh, Joshua and Julie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just Michael going, away! Well, LA! it's be- it. It's because it, it's because um, they're like so. So who came up with the concept? They were like, "Well, we came up with the concept together." Mm-hmm. And Heidi goes, "And the concept was circus." Yeah, and, yes. and Julie goes, "No, <laughs> the concept was matador." And that's where Michael starts going, "Ole, ole, ole." And um, what's wild is that I, I guess this is for some reason I they kept showing like the jacket, but mm-hmm. you know one of the big problems here is like the top that's underneath it. Yeah, it's like that super shiny. It's you know well it's it's like that because I it's it's some type of like um. Oh, I don't even know. It's not. I don't know if that's velvet, or if it's if it's. Uh, no, I think it's some kind of weird it's... satiny. Oh, fabric. really? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes more sense. I mean, there's a lot, and it doesn't quite match up with. Yeah, it's almost like a lure, a stretch lurex or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, they're like Heidi manages to crack everybody on the stage up with her like bewilderment yeah i mean it it, i mean it kind of looks like yeah just the proportions are wild to me like yeah and they're it's they're the proportions are wild to the judges as well yeah um and it's it's so funny but it's also the last pair and i feel like it's it's also like a nice yeah they're all they're 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 glad to have a little relief from the like the the intensity of victor and and um and Bert. And Bert. Um, and also because it's it's probably the 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 best made garment on the bottom. Yes. Yeah. And so it was, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, it, in typical in typical Josh fashion, it's like mm-hmm. it's tacky as fuck. Yeah. But he's like, but he, when he decides that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. He does not hold back from it. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. And also, even when Heidi is like, "So if it's at the bottom, who will go home?" and Julie's like, "Well, it's my idea, so I would not let Joshua yeah. go home for my idea." Yeah. And Joshua's just like, "I would not want to leave." Yeah. So, yes, I would say Julie. Julie should go home. Yeah. Julie, Julie go home. Yeah. <laughs> so they send them back in the waiting room while they deliberate, and um, I didn't really. Nothing really stood out because it sort of is the same. Um, not as much trash talking as last week, I'll say. Yeah. Last week was brutal. <laughs> it was so brutal last week. So, um, so yeah. So, I, I feel like they kind of reiterate and it's it's pretty clear um, who was at the top and, and the ones that they really disliked the most because mm-hmm. they talk about Anthony Ryan and, and Laura's and, and how beautiful it was and um and yeah and how they also how uh they could picture it um sized down from to uh like non silt walking proportions mm. so yeah but did, did anything i don't know if if, if anything was like no i mean out. i think the judging is like pretty straightforward yeah yeah pretty straightforward um you know all right 
So it's time to announce who is in and who is out. I actually have never, <laughs> I have ever said that. I'm almost like, who's thing? Anyway, um, so they bring back everyone um, back on stage. But I don't know if you noticed, there's also some weird editing moment that happened because when they show them, Anya and Oliver are out there too. And I'm like, why would they bring them out there? But I realize it's it's a it's an edit. They they pasted yeah. that in from before. Yeah, yeah, from from. Yeah, it's just yeah. a match shot from earlier earlier yeah. on. Yeah. Um so Nalen, uh who is in? Who is the winner of this uh challenge? Our winners are Anthony and Laura. Mm-hmm. And of those two, Laura is the winner. Yes. Anthony graciously said that she should be the winner. Yeah, since he already has a win. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so Does yeah. he ever win? Yeah. Oh wait. wait. No. No. Sorry. No, I he doesn't. He started off. He started off the episode saying to Oliver that he was gunning for Oliver. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, of Oliver's. Win. I keep forgetting that Oliver won. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So yes. Um, Anthony Ryan, so, like the Southern gentleman that he is, yes. Win. <laughs> yes. And um. Then, like, Danielle and Cecilia are safe. That means mm-hmm. Kimberly and Becky are safe. And then, of course, Joshua and Julia are safe. Yes. So they leave. And it's just Bert and Victor versus Fallon and Bryce. And then we have Bert is safe. And so then we have um, Bryce. We have Bryce and Bryce and Fallon. But I wrote down what Hailey told them, where she goes, your look was very boring, ballerina. It looked like there was no effort put into it. Do do do. Bryce is safe. So mm. it's just so finally it's between Fallon and Victor, who's got yeah. his head real low. Um, yeah, and yeah, Victor's definitely like I cannot believe that this is happening right now. Yeah, yeah. And Nayland, do you want to ask me who's out? <laughs> I will ask you who is out. Who who is out, Ernest? It is Faline. Faline. Um I I hope I'm pronouncing that name pro- correctly. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but Faline is out and Victor is in. So Victor, you know, sheepishly leaves and then Faline um you know gets a hug from Heidi and and very also sheepishly leaves the mm-hmm. the, the runway. And so Tim comes in at the end and um, Feline, Tim comes in and it's basically, it's like, we're going to miss you, Feline. And she goes, you mean miss my craziness? And Tim's like, no, your eccentricities. Um, <laughs> and then I wrote in my notes, I'm like, is she really eccentric? But it also, I, I, it kind of broke my heart that, I don't know, because also Feline is, is, is uh, at this moment, 29. I think Fallon and mm. I are the same age or mm. um, around the same age. And and so, like, I felt for her, you know, on, on the way out, feeling like she's like, you mean my craziness? Because it, it was all, like, negative stuff in her head, obviously. Right. She's like, I don't right. belong here. I'm terrible. I'm mad. I'm bad. I messed up. I ruined this. And I love that Tim was like, like, your craziness, your eccentricities, because I feel like that's yeah. how she likes to be seen also. So. Well, and it's also, it's, it's the truth is that she was just in over her head. Yeah. It was really kind of clear from the, 
get-go. Yeah. But that also happens in these early episodes that folks, mm. I, you know, have the realization like, oh, this is nothing like what they have kind of been telling me it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I'm sure that like when you get the call, if you go like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, I don't have so much sewing experience. I'm sure that the producer who calls her is like, ah, don't worry. We've had plenty of people on who don't have like blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, how about it? Come right. on. While they're, while they're making the note, episode three. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think about uh, what is that show called on a uh, Lifetime? The one about the um, uh, oh, Bachelorette, the one that that's mm. like based off the Bachelorette or the Bachelor. Yes, yes, that yes. show, Unreal, Unreal. That's what it is. I always think about Unreal with their sticky notes in the back. Yeah, this plotting who gets who yeah. gets sent home on what episode and yeah yeah they're back there with those sticky notes being like okay she's going to survive until this point in and then yeah so and so is kind of like a wild card we don't really know but yeah. they definitely need to be gone by episode seven or something like yeah. that. yeah 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 so yeah um oh my gosh well <laughs> any any last thoughts nalen no it's you know it's a, it's a pretty good um it's a pretty good season mm-hmm. you know i remember this was this the season after mondo was mondo season eight this is terrible no um season eight is i think we, like i think that's gretchen oh it is gretchen and mondo oh my god yeah what, gretchen what and mondo about? yeah yes that is mondo yeah yeah Oops. I remember just being so emotionally invested in that season. Yeah. And and nobody on the season like really hit with me in the in the way that that folks did on that season. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's like it's it's fine. It doesn't seem like there's like huge issues, you know, huge social issues one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It's all Yeah. I all mean, seems fine. It's it's fine so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, Ernest, uh, where can people find you oh, if they want to find you in a non-Project Runway context? Yeah, in a non-Project Runway context, you can find me in uh, New York City. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have one of those great Ernest sightings, <laughs> Jennifer. I know, Jennifer. Uh, West Village. That's what it sounds like. Oh, a lot of West Village there. What am I trying to for? Anyway, yeah. So, uh, New York City, uh, and some, and, and often Rochester. Anyway, and um, at Ernez on H E R N E A S E, and on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And um, I think that's about all. Nalen, where can people find you? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm still on Twitter at Nalen Blake mm-hmm. and on Tumblr at Nalen Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, and on my website at, uh, NalenBlake.net. Yeah. And, um, and for the rest of the summer, I still have work up in the, um, the Whitney Biennial. Mm-hmm. And... That's it. I'm I'm meeting on a weekly basis with people about their art problems. Oh my gosh. 
wait say it again that's part of what i'm part of the my participation in the show is that i am meeting with people about their art problems i've i've worked with the whitney's education department Mm -hmm. to um come up with a list of folks and i sit down and have one-on-one meetings with them about their about their art problem and we talk things out okay i have so many questions now not to drag this on um (laughs) but so uh, can anyone come and talk to you about their art problems? Are these artists or are these um, maybe people related to institutions or even? It, it, it's actually three different groups of people. Okay. It's either it's either Whitney staffers, mm-hmm. um, uh, young people mm-hmm. um, or seniors. Okay. So I've been meeting with folks who live in the West Beth complex, mm-hmm. put a call out through there. Um, and so it's, and, uh, so it's been, it's been great, but it's those three populations and it's been organized through the education department. Okay. So these are groups that the education department has worked with in one way or another. Yeah. And, um, and one of the really nice things about it is like Whitney staff folks, you know, people don't really think about this, but, um, for those of you, we, we touched on this in, in Warren stories, Mm um, you know, for like when you go to an art museum actually many of the folks who work there in a lot of different capacities are themselves artists yeah yeah and many times their work or their thought about the the art that they're seeing or connecting with or or protecting or hanging or or conserving or Mm -hmm. teaching people about kind of doesn't um get documented in any real way yeah and so this project in some ways is about um honoring the work that they do as artists within this institution even though it's not normally visible yeah oh my gosh i really love that like quite a bit because even thinking about um for instance so i i asked my students um for extra credit this for my last um course because there a lot of my students are in um western new york and they're not able to get to the whitney but the whitney has um online uh accessible programming Mm -hmm. we're not able to get there in person and it's led by a fellow and so Mm -hmm. even even in terms of thinking about the education department sometimes um those are the only people that you're really engaging with or thinking about as people who are engaging with the art Mm -hmm. but they're not the only ones who um who know or are artists you know as, as you're saying and have like thoughts and feelings or even expertise um a lot of that is invisible and a lot of that is integrated into the structure, but you don't really see it um, mm-hmm. from, from that level or, or, you know, or it could be assumed to be um, something that you would attribute to a curator or to a person in yeah. charge and not um, the people who are taking your tickets downstairs. Um, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> Aw, man. So great. I love it. Well, um, and so, yeah, yeah, we will either we'll see you over on uh, Patreon for our bonus episodes yeah. or I will see all of you. Uh, well, actually, I won't see any of you, but I <laughs> but I will be 
<laughs> once again um in your in your ears for episode five, five yeah. in two weeks yeah great well um <laughs> lovely listeners uh this has been wonderful keep sending us your thoughts please please email. um it's, it's wonderful to hear them um let us know what we missed or any of your your uh your feedback or um your yeah how you're how you're liking this last episode so oh yeah and actually i'll send you um a picture of um my outfit for the gender discard party <gasps> which included um included a hat from uh-huh. essential yes are um the the designer that um paired with octavio, octavio. Mm-hmm. and last season Yep, clock that. So, very had important. It, did, did, did you like the outfit? I loved it. I loved it. Even though your vest was, um, t- uh, it communicated anti-hug, but it actually was very huggable. <laughs> it's a huggable vest. <laughs> spiky, but not. It was, I had a very spiky, very, yeah. Yeah, but it didn't hurt. It wasn't like a hurtful. It was like, a, like it was a soft, spiky vest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, well, until next week, um, listeners take care of yourselves and each other, you know, as, as best you can. And, um, we'll see you. We'll see our lovely Patreons of the patrons and then, um, everyone else will see you next week. So until then we'll say bye. Bye. bye.